lived up to our potential and managed our resources so well that we could provide for ourselves, our families, and our communities in a meaningful and substantial way. Join Step Right with Lynn, a show dedicated to empowering socially conscious individuals to manage their financial resources for the benefit of themselves, their families, and the greater community. Here's Lynn Wedham, Certified Financial Planner and Managing Partner at Step Right Capital Planning. Welcome to Step Right with Lynn. I'm Lynn Wedham and I'm your host. The title of the show today is Being the Best Version of You and my guest is the Reverend Dr. Stephen Hendry. I have some days when everything that happens brings out the best in me. Does that ever happen to you? I have other days when everything that happens brings out the worst in me. Does that ever happen to you? Reverend Dr. Hendry says everyone can learn to present the best version of themselves consistently in those most important relationships of our lives. I'm looking forward to learning about the process that can make this happen. The Reverend Dr. Stephen Hendry is the priest and pastor at Epiphany Church in Woodstock. Stephen is married to Joyce and they have four adult children. Dr. Stephen has a BA in philosophy and a Master's of Divinity degree. Most recently, he received a Doctor of Ministry degree. Stephen enjoys radio and television broadcasting experiences. Presently, he co-hosts the local radio show Over Heaven's Sake with Archdeacon Rich Jones on Hope FM. Stephen has been chairman of Senior Support Services in Port Rowan, president and zone chairman in the Lions Organization. He's the former chairman of the National Service Council for Canadian Diabetes Association of Canada. He's been a guest lecturer at St. Clair College in Windsor. He was the director of the Deacon Program at Canterbury College, Windsor, and is certified with the John Maxwell team as a certified coach, mentor, and international public speaker. Stephen enjoys several leisure activities, including golf, canoeing, and relaxing with a great book. Welcome, uh, Dr. Stephen. Good morning. Good to be with you. It's it's great to be uh, here with you this Wednesday morning. So it's a great goal to always be our best selves and to bring that self everywhere that we go. Um, it does seem like a challenge, though. Why is it important that we strive to be our best self um, in in each area of our lives? Well, first of all, I, I think that sometimes we're tested not to show our weakness, but to discover our own strengths. And one of the things that happens for every single one of us when we wake up in the morning is we have to make a decision. And the first decision we have to make is, is this going to be a good day, a bad day, or a just-stay-here day? <laughs> and, and, and for every single one of us, it's a choice. And the choice is, can I put my best foot forward today? And what will that take? What are the challenges that are involved physically, emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually? And it's so important because if we want to be successful in our relationships, in our work life, with our friendships, and in every aspect of our lives, then we need to be prepared to take some risks, to step out of the comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So you believe that it's possible that we can always be our best self. 
I think we can always choose to be our best self. Um, I, think, I, think it's, I, I think it's a daily choice. And I think that uh, there's a process that helps us to make that choice in the first hour or so of our morning. And, um, and that we may need to return to that choice on a regular basis. You know, Dr. John Maxwell says that you build trust with other people each time you choose integrity over image, truth over convenience, or honor over personal gain. And uh, for every single one of us, these are choices that we make um, every single day to present our best self. Would would you repeat that quote one more time? Sometimes oh, you know, things fly by really quick. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, absolutely. It's a wonderful quote. Uh, yeah. You build trust with others each time you choose integrity over image, truth over convenience, and honor over personal gain. Wow. Isn't that powerful? It is, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's wonderful. Um, and, and I... You know, for every one of us, one of the choices that we make every day is how we're going to handle conflict, how we're going to handle stress, and in the midst of that, to present the best. Because you know, for other folks, the challenge is that they come at us with their issues, with their problems. And if we get sucked in, uh, we lose the opportunity to present our best self. One of the awesome illustrations I've heard is if you meet somebody that's fallen into a deep hole you have a responsibility and an accountability to help them out of the hole. But the one way you'll never help is if you get in there with them. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so it's it's a choice. You know, how am I going to uh, help other people? How am I going to present the best of myself? And, and indeed, there's a process. And and I would I would say it's um Dr. Stephen it's not just first thing in the morning you have to make that choice you may have to make that choice several times through the day I get exhausted sometimes just making the choices <laughs> yeah. over yeah. and over and over again you know every single encounter I remember meeting somebody years ago and I was standing with them outside the door and they they stopped to straighten their jacket and their and their tie and took a deep breath and walked into the room and I thought wow you know that's that's an awesome concept for each one of us do we prepare ourselves before we enter every single doorway hmm. yes yeah that's a that's a great analogy so so how do we know when when we need to do that when we need to to step back and catch our breath? Uh, great question. Um, the, the reality is almost every time, every encounter, um, every time we come eyeball to eyeball with another person, but there are key issues. And one of those is that when we know we're on our way into an issue of conflict, when we know we're on our way into an issue of tension, uh, when we know that there's a major challenge coming at us. And so the process begins in this way. For, first of all, the concept is called red. When we see red, we need to step back. And it, it came way back from my mm. childhood. Um, I just turned 50, so my childhood is a little while ago. And uh, mm -hmm. one of the issues when you see red, it's a concept my mom introduced me when I was a little kid. And she would say, I can see that you're getting frustrated. You're getting angry. I can see that you see red and hmm. um and you need some time you need some time out some time by yourself and i've got to tell you over 25 years of, of working um in all kinds of uh academic as well as 
church situations and volunteer organizations, there's a lot of times where I have to unpack the concept of red. Um, it starts in this way. Uh, there's times where we need to retreat. We need to simply step back on the situation. We need to be able to reflect on what has just happened. And once we've had a chance to reflect on that, we may even need 15 or 20 minutes to disappear, uh, to walk around the block, to catch our breath, to do whatever we need to do that helps us to renew uh, our focus. And as we prepare ourselves to rejuvenate and and re, um, re-enter the situation, we need to be very deliberate about how we do that. More often than not, you know, we sort of say, okay, we're just going to grin and bear this. Um, but that doesn't work real well. Hmm. Yeah, so those steps were to retreat, to, to retreat, reflect. Yep, to renew our spirit. In, in other words, to be able to take those deep breaths and say, okay, I need a plan. <laughs> I, I need right. to be able to uh, rejuvenate here. I need to be able to breathe. I need to be able to detach from the situation. And I need to have a plan when I walk back into that room or I walk back into that situation. Um, sometimes it's really smart just to say, can I have a minute? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It's a whole lot mm-hmm. better than saying something you can't take back. Right. We have, we have a question in the chat room, Dr. Stephen. Um, sure. What about those times when we don't have time or space to take those moments? Yeah. Boy, that's a good one. Um, I, I need to share uh, some honesty here. I tend to prepare for almost every conversation. I don't really enjoy surprises. And so <laughs> that if I'm, if I'm meeting with somebody, um, yeah. I prepare what an outline of what I feel are the key points that need to happen in the conversation. And, and that helps a lot when you're trapped, when you can't get away, um, mm-hmm. because you already have a plan. Um, now, when you're caught unawares, one of the best things you can do, anybody can do, is is to listen. And I guess the the concept that I would use to answer the question is sometimes we have to by listening to the other person there for uh, for a few seconds. So perhaps just back up a, a bit a bit on that point because for some reason um, the technology kicked out us on us for there for a minute. Uh, not a problem. I can back up. The, the, the quote is, earn the right to be heard by listening to others, seeking to understand a situation before making any judgments about it. And so mm-hmm. wh- the answer to the question really is that sometimes the best you can do is listen. Now, the great thing about that is most people really don't want you to answer. They don't want you to solve their problem. They just want to be heard. Right. Right. So we don't have to. We don't have to have take on that um, that uh, responsibility of of being brilliant all the time. Well, that's right. And we also don't have to keep score. Um, you know, John said something recently when we were together, and his his comment was, you know, keeping score is for games, not for friendships and relationships. Hmm. And yeah, I think that that. Good. That that's valuable because sometimes we need we think we need to win. We don't need mm-hmm. to win. We just need to show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's a very good thought. You so, know, unpack, um, yeah. Go ahead. J- just to unpack the rest of of the red, 
Um, I we yeah. we went through the initial ones, and to be able to retreat when you get a chance to to take a little while to reflect, renew, rejuvenate, uh, rebuild your case, <laughs> and, mm. and re and reenter the situation. You know, to take that second letter would be to 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 try and reengage in enthusiasm, so mm. that they know that whatever the issue is, it's as important to you as it is to them. And we can break down a whole lot of walls and present the best of who we are by encouraging another person. And that doesn't mm -hmm. come naturally. Hmm. That's a gift. Really? And, okay. And Yeah, and it can be a learned skill. I mean, when you walk into a situation and the first thing you do is encourage another person and, and uh, offer them some form of empowerment, a genuine compliment, sometimes that can take down those walls that are... Um, built with with anger or resentment or just distrust. Mm -hmm. So that that second set of of words that are so important to keep in mind is reengage with enthusiasm, encourage and empower the other person, and then try to to embrace the situation um, so that the relationship's more important than the issue. Okay. Okay. I think we'll take that spot as a um, a time that we can go for a break, and we'll maybe come back to that encouragement piece um, after this short break. Good. Is there a contribution that you dream of making? In society, planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate. Step Right with Lynn focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you. Learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you. Tune in for Step Right with Lynn every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on A to Zen.fm. This is Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at atozen.fm. You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program. We're back. I'm Lynn Wedham. This is Step Right with Lynn. Uh, remember, we'd love to have you join in this conversation today. You can call us, join us on the online chat, or email me later at lynn at stepright.ca. Um, my guest today is the Reverend Dr. Stephen Hendry, and he's been telling us how we can be our best version of ourselves consistently. Um, Dr. Stephen, you were talking about the skill of encouragement and that that could be something that that we could learn to do. I I believe I'm a natural encourager. When you know when someone says, "Well, I want to do this," I'm the first one to jump on the bandwagon and say, "Well, that's great." And um, you know, how are you going to do that? And and to really get um, excited about the things that people want to do. How would someone go about learning the skill of encouragement? Well, let's take a few steps in that um, because it, it's not extremely hard. One of the principles we have to remember is that it's not what we do today, it's what we do every day 
that changes lives. This is about consistency. And consistency in every time we walk into a room, we want people to be as excited that we're in the room, not that we left the room. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) And so for every one of us, it's about when we walk in the room, it needs to be all about them and never about us. Okay. And and one of the principles of this that I even use with our adult children, because our kids are in their 20s, and so they're mm-hmm. only excited about seeing me for three reasons. Food, <laughs> money, oh yeah, and yeah. money. <laughs> so the, rea- <laughs> the, the reality is that I've got a, a good relationship with, with the kids and, and I enjoy um, them. But the reality of their life is that their friendships are more important. Mm-hmm. than time with, mm-hmm. with parents when they're in their 20s. And although they're right. good kids, and I and I really respect and love them, the, the truth of the matter is that if it's all about them, I've done my job right, when at the end of the conversation, on the way out the door, they say, Dad, and how are things for you? Mm. Okay. Th- so the first point is it's all about the other person. Right. Asking them questions that can affirm and encourage their relationships, their work life, et cetera, and, and offering genuine compliments. I mean, if you're talking to somebody that has no hair, don't tell them they have nice hair. It mm-hmm. has to be it has to be genuine. Mm-hmm. And it may be about something they're wearing, it may be their parents, their it may be their eye contact, it might be what they're saying. But engage people genuinely and do everything possible to encourage. Um in my work, um I would send anywhere from 30 to 50 notes in a week. I would make anywhere from 20 to 40 phone calls in a week. All of those for the pure purpose of encouragement. Wow. It's important. It's what builds healthy relationships. To add, this again is John Maxwell, but it's to add value to others, one must first value others. Mm-hmm. And if you value want to pour them. good... Yeah, if you want to pour yeah. good stuff into people's lives, it starts by really genuinely valuing other people. Excellent. Um, and I know, you know, when you speak about those people who are really genuine, um, those are the people that you really do want to see coming through the door. Um, you know, you really appreciate those people who 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 are very genuine in, in the things that they're saying. And you don't have to wonder, is that really what they meant or not? And, and you can get pretty good at this um, with eye contact, with listening to what a person is saying. It's not hard to figure out um, who is or isn't genuine. I believe in a fundamental principle that one of the ways you can be the best self you want to be is by surrounding yourself in at least four people who you could call in the middle of the night from the side of the 401 in the middle of a blizzard and say, Mm -hmm. I'm stuck, come get me. Um, These are the kind of people that if you're at the hospital, you're at the funeral home, wherever you are, you have four people in your life that help you to be the best person you can be. Mm, Right. Yeah. So four people that help you be the best person and they're – so they would also be encouragers for you? Absolutely. And that's a mutual relationship, and it's, it's something that's talked about. I- encouragement doesn't mean that they just say nice things to you all the time. 
These are the people yeah. that are brutally honest with you. They affirm you when you're on. They challenge you when you're off. And they're with you no matter what. Uh-huh. They challenge you believe, when you're off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice way of saying that. Yeah. It's not always fun. I, right. I, one of the four people in my life that has the responsibility and has accepted the responsibility to challenge me, I'm not always excited when I see them coming. <laughs> <laughs> but we but we do need to be challenged. And I think in order to be the best we can, we need people in our life that, that remind us of this principle. Life is 10% of what happens to us and 90% of how we respond to it. Right. And if we believe that, and and we are prepared to address that, then we're also prepared to move beyond our comfort zone and grow a little bit every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's great. So we've talked about this this idea of retreating, re-energize, reflect, refocus, and return. Right. Um, can we always return to a situation where there's been conflict? Oh, that's a fantastic question. Um, no. There's a, a, vast, <laughs> a vast majority of the time, yes, but it's going to take some work on ourselves and some work on the relationship, and it may even take some time. Okay. Um, and when, time say that, when people say that time is a healer, uh, they're right in many, many ways. But o- only if we've worked on ourselves, We've worked on the relationship, and we've learned as much about the other person's circumstances as possible. Um, one of the things I've discovered in dealing with folks in all aspects of uh, academia as well as ministry and volunteer organization is nobody walks through a door without luggage. Everybody mm-hmm. carries luggage. And the question is, what are, what's in those bags? What's going on? What's the history? Where have they just come from before they came through that door? And to be an understanding person, to be a compassionate person, is to be the best person you can be with others. Right. Um, so, you know, this taking on this responsibility to learn about the other person and, you know, and where they're really coming from, you're putting a lot of responsibility on each one of us to be the the healing force um what about the other person what what if they're not taking any responsibility for for fixing whatever the the challenge is you you can't fix a situation when they ignore or decide not to be in relationship it always takes two people okay. who are in agreement that the relationship and the issues are worth it. Mm-hmm. And so you may have to step back. You may have to literally begin the process again and retreat. And more okay. often than not, if the other person really cares and you've tried at least twice, if yeah. they care, they'll come back when they're ready. Okay. Um and are there times when the the pattern is i don't know what the right word is um where this pattern is just a little bit too dysfunctional or oh, or yeah. 
um, where that stepping back might be a permanent step back? It's possible because um, Tony Robbins uh, wrote a great deal on this topic, and he says that people uh, only change when they can't stand the pain or they can't resist the reward. In other words, mm. if the pain's really bad, they'll change. If they want the reward, and that's the key issue for them, they'll change. But anywhere in the middle, sort of that flex situation of it doesn't matter too much, they won't. And so mm -hmm. the direct answer to your question is, there are times when the retreat is permanent because the other person's locked you out. Okay, because they've locked you out. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I was I was just thinking, you know, some, some relationships um, where it always has to be the other person's way, controlling relationships, um, you know, that kind of thing. There may be um, situations where the relationship just isn't healthy. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I was spending some uh, some time with John Maxwell, and, and he said something that was just so powerful. He says, you know, people may hear your words, but they feel your attitude. Mm, right. And so you present the best you, but you're only responsible for you, not the other person. Okay. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, I have a um, a friend I was speaking with this week. She um, she says there's gold in every person, and it's all about what kind of a miner I am. Yes, how good a miner right. am I? How, how good right. a miner am I to to find that gold that's in people? Oh, that's yeah. great. I'd love to borrow that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably can because <laughs> I don't have any uh, uh I don't know if I don't know if she borrowed it, but uh but I wrote it down when she said it. <laughs> well, and you know, to use her illustration, you can only work to the point of exhaustion where you need to step back and take care of yourself. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess that that's all built into this process, isn't it? It, it is. And, and the last step of the process, because we've gone through those R words and, and then the, the E, the last step of the process, and, and there's just a few words that, that do that, is that we, we need to dare to do something new every day. We, we need to be able to deliberately and intentionally expand our minds, our bodies, and our spirits. Um, I have found over the years that it's a little easier to expand my mind than my body. Um, <laughs> I love I love people that that run to the gym every day. I really uh -huh. respect it. I just have trouble following. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, but we need to be able to dare to do something new every day, because if you're not growing, you're, you're dying inside. Right. And the next step for me is to discover what your gifts and talents are and to develop those gifts and talents and find books, tapes, and seminars that allow you to do that. Um, things like this program that really challenge us to think differently, to mm -hmm. consider another opinion. Right. And last but not least, we and we talked about this a little bit earlier, to know when it is okay to dismiss the most critical voices in our lives. Okay. Um, 
that one sounds like something that we are going to have to spend a bit of a bit of time on for sure. That's not. I yep. don't think that's going to be a a, a real simple one uh, one statement kind of thing. So let's go to break now, and then we'll come back and uh, go right to that point uh, when we come af- back after the break. Excellent. Is there a contribution that you dream of making? In society, planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate. Step Right with Lynn focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you. Learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you. Tune in for Step Right with Lynn every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. This is Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to our show today uh, entitled Being the Best Version of Yourself in Relationships. My guest is the Reverend Dr. Stephen Hendry. Um, Dr. Stephen, we were just before the break you said something about it was okay to dismiss the voices. Um, can you expand on that? Tell us what what you're meaning by that. Sure. I think that the, the point is that we need to be prepared at some level to dismiss the most critical voices um, in our lives. There are some people who are not there to encourage us, not there to empower us, not there to um, add to our lives, but rather to take. And there comes a time and a place where we need to be able – here's a faith statement, and, and I'll take the risk of making a faith statement. We need to be able to be reach a point and, and point to the heavens and say, God, do you see that person over there? Could you please love them until I can? <laughs> and I, I think there's moments. I think there's yeah. moments where we, we simply need to acknowledge we don't have the skill level um, or the ability to do it. Or, and it may be an issue of, of discernment, that we need to be able to discern um, when the the relationship's unhealthy and we need to step back. Mm-hmm. Right. Um yeah, so it's it, you're you're speaking about that critical voice, that voice that's always critical of everything we say and do. And you know, I believe we all have one. Um, okay. No matter what what work we're in, no no matter what we do on a day to day basis, that there's at least one critical voice in most of our lives. Sometimes it happened in our childhood. Sometimes in the teen years. Um, sometimes in our adult life. Some of us have already decided uh, which critical voices that we just don't have the skills to deal with anymore. On the other hand, let, let me let me try and balance this a little bit. I think we also all have to have the humility to be willing to learn from others. And so if we're actually 
learning something from that other voice, it's still valid in our life. But when it becomes destructive, that's when we need to use our discernment to be able to dismiss that critical voice. Okay. Now, do these critical voices, you know, you mentioned it could be someone in your childhood, or do those critical voices sometimes stay with us for a long time? Oh, absolutely. I think uh, most of us are carrying messages from our childhood. I I often tease that um, when I walk into a room full of people, I tend to go and stand in the corner of the room, one of the four corners of a room. And now I'm facing the people, but I'm most comfortable in the corner. And somebody was asking me recently, why do you do that? That seems like a bit of a strange behavior. I said, it reminds me of my childhood. I spent most of my childhood in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that for, for some of us who are introverts, uh, who love people, who enjoy being with people, but our energy is drawn when we're with people, um, right. We find that there, there's moments where it's just, it's helpful to remember this. Everyone's got the potential to become an encourager of others. You don't have to be rich. You don't have to be generous. It, it, you simply have to be prepared to take a little bit of a risk. And the risk is that you're more important to me than I am to me in this moment. Mm. So to care about people and to initiate. And and for me, sometimes that comes that means coming out of my comfortable corner. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and some so this critical voice that we may have from the past, do mm-hmm. we sometimes turn that into our own into our own voice? Yes. Matter of fact, we, we often hear it in our own voice. Um internally it's uh, you can't do this. Um, you're going to fail, um, you're not smart enough. Um, all those phrases that we may have heard somewhere along the line, um, this relationship won't work, um, you don't have what it takes to make this happen. And those mm-hmm. critical phrases and those critical voices carry with us and sometimes position us to say and do unhealthy things because we we meet somebody that reminds us of the individual who mm-hmm. was the critical voice in our life. Yeah. And um that that's never helpful. Uh because unless we acknowledge that that's who it is, that that's what it reminds us of, we can find ourselves in a tough spot. Yeah, and I would I would say almost if I have a voice saying something inside of me and someone says that aloud to me or or says something that you know that triggers that that piece in me it's almost like it amplifies that voice that's already saying that to me right absolutely yeah. right so you know we have to be very careful of anywhere that that critical voice is is coming from and i'm sure this is true for for some of your hearers that I'm more comfortable talking to a thousand people from the platform than I am standing in the middle of a wine and cheese party. <laughs> because yeah. I, because I know my speech on the platform. Right. You put me in a wine and cheese party and I am bound to say something silly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay sometimes though, right? <laughs> you just Well, I I think it's okay to say something humorous. I think it's okay to say something fun. I'll never forget being at a wine and cheese party and somebody came up to me and uh, it was a large gathering and someone confronted
confronted me and said, um, I figured out how you do this. They mm-hmm. said, uh, you have, you've been handed several glasses of wine. And every time you're handed a glass of wine, you wander around the room and you set it down. You're not, re- you're not drinking. That's not fair. <laughs> and and, and my, my response to that was, you're right, it's not. <laughs> but it is a strategy. It, it sure is. Uh, because I think that it's important that we're intentional about our conversations. Okay. I guess the one one of the points that I would want to make, and I, I just don't want to lose this as I'm I'm thinking uh, out loud, is much of the secret of our success about presenting the best of who we are is determined by our daily calendar. Okay. Where we choose to be, how we choose to be, and when we choose to be there are really important. Right. And I know that we all get surprises in our life, but. I'm very intentional about dating my wife. Uh, We've been together a long time, but the reality is that if I really want to have a conversation with her that has depth and meaning and purpose, when I can let her know how much I love and respect her, when I can listen to her journey um, of what's going on for her at work and in her relationships, I book a date. And Mm -hmm. I book that date four or five days ahead. May we please have dinner and see a movie and go out for coffee afterwards on this date. And so that you got to know I plan that. Um, some people right. say, well, what have ever happened to spontaneity? Spontaneity gets me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing is, if if you don't plan things, they, they don't happen to. It's right. just uh, um, there's always something else that we can be doing, right? Right. Yeah. And and so to be intentional about your calendar, um, to decide to decide that you are going to do one new thing today. You're going to do something that feeds your body, something that feeds your mind, something that feeds your spirit, and that you're going to be intentional about taking care of you, so that you're healthy enough to take care of others. Hmm. Um. And I love I love the word intentional. It really ties into so many other of the other subjects on the show as well. We we want to be intentional about um, you know our finances and intentional about our our giving and and all of those things. So that really ties into. Um, it's amazing how you know many of these things all all tie together to uh, um, you know to make us who we are and. You know, so intentional about conversations, um, intentional about, you know, that critical voice, really figuring out why, um, you know, why the thing that that person said really made me see red to go back to, um, right. back to that part. Um, and that, uh, that, that seeing red, I, you don't hear that, um, that must be, you said it came from your mom, so it must, it must be sort of a, uh you know a more of a traditional way to describe it but i certainly um i certainly relate to that too um well, you know i was thinking about this and driving the other night and um i was late i allowed somebody else to take control of my time and i was mm-hmm. late for my next appointment 
And um, I'm thinking about this concept of red and how traditional and how old and how foreign this is to some people. And so there I am driving, and I can get from my house to the location where I needed to be, but it's seven stoplights. And if I get green on all of them, I'm only going to be a little late. But I realized on the first light that they are all coordinated. And when I hit the first red, I knew <laughs> I was, I'm going to hit them all. Okay. And what ha- so to make it a contemporary illustration, part of what we need to do is is know ourselves well enough. How do you feel when you're sitting and you know you've hit the first red light and you're going to hit them all? Right. And sometimes in life, in our relationships, in our work, in everything that we do, we spend our entire day hitting red lights. Right. Yep. And knowing ourselves well enough that when we see red, we know what to do. Right. Yeah, and I think the um, you know if I if I think about myself, my the way I do go at it is to just continue through that, just continue through that day, right? <laughs> and you're right; it may not get any better, but perhaps if I did stop and um, and sort of refocus myself, um, maybe the day would go a bit, bit better. Yes, and I think that, you know, one of the issues that we need to keep in mind all the time is that the experience of pain or loss can be a formidable motivating force in our lives. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I, that's from some of my readings with, with John Maxwell. And, and one of the things that I've I've come out of that with is I need to be in tune with what's going on in my baggage. We talked about that earlier. Um, what baggage am I carrying? And uh, mm-hmm. what's oozing What's oozing out of those cases? Many of us were taught as children that, that life is supposed to be successful. Life is supposed to be as perfect and as circular as the wedding ring. But mm-hmm. here's the truth. Every single one of us has had a gash taken out of us, whether it was a relationship, whether it was a a failed marriage, whether it was a loss of a job, whether it was health issues, no matter what it is. And we need to be attentive to cleaning that wound and making sure that we will refill that space with love and grace so that we can move on healthier than when we were wounded. Mm-hmm. That's That's great. Um, it's time for us to go for a break again, and we'll do that quickly. And uh, looking forward to to discussing a bit more about this when we come back. Great. Is there a contribution that you dream of making? In society, planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate. Step Right with Lynn focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you. Learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you. Tune in for Step Right with Lynn every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on A to Zen.fm. Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255. 
That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program. Hello again, this is Lynn Wadham on Step Right with Lynn. Our guest today is the Reverend Dr. Stephen Hendry. Um, Dr. Stephen, you, you talked about, um, you know, making time for your relationship with your wife, and it it shows a certain dedication to the to the relationship um, and, you know, devotion to her to take that time. How can we take a look at dedication and devotion um, and turn that into our relationship, other relationships, our relationships, say, in business? Is is there something that we can take from that as well? A- absolutely, uh, both in our business relationship and, and in how we deal with money. So let me take the first one. In our business relationships, we need to know this. If it's about the issue instead of the relationship, we may or may, or may not win the issue. But if we put the issue before the relationship, we'll always lose the relationship. Mm. Okay. And so no matter what you're doing, the relationships with the people around you are much more important than the issue at hand. That's, uh, that's an excellent point. And so okay. what I try to do in my healthiest, most positive moments every mm-hmm. day, and I giggle a little bit because none of us are perfect. Um, right. And, and I've got to tell you that I have colleagues that are honest enough to say this. When they wake up, if they make the decision they cannot put their best foot forward today, they cannot be the best person they want to be, that they are sick, that they are dealing with a horrendous, huge burden at the time, they know mm-hmm. how healthy it is to step back and not go to the office. Wow. There are moments in my life, if I have regrets, it's moments I wish I'd stayed home. <laughs> right. Because very yep. seldom are our biggest mistakes what we say. Or, or biggest mistakes aren't what we don't say, it's what we say. Mm-hmm. Um and right. the reality is, I, I love the philosophy. I've heard this years and years ago. There was once a pastor who was doing a children's focus, a group of kids, and, and he had them all forward, and he squeezed the toothpaste out of the, the container, and then he handed it to one of the children and said, put it back in, mm-hmm. which is an impossible task. Right. And he said, you know what? Once we say things, even if we can be forgiven, very seldom are they forgotten. That's true. And so to put our best self forward is to be able to assess in the morning and throughout the day, can I can I present the very best of me? And sometimes it means calling somebody else to substitute. But more often than not, preparation for every encounter counters, counts so much because what we intentionally do is make sure that we've made notes. I'm a firm believer in a journal Mm -hmm. in reflecting on what we've learned from every encounter during a day and to be able to go back and review those notes. Mm -hmm. So that's making it very, that's making it very intentional 
um, that I'm going to be the best in my relationships to go that far as to make notes and journal and, and try to learn from each encounter. And some of the most successful women and men in business have a book that they carry everywhere they go and that they make sure that they are attentive to what's happening in a room. I, I was in a room last night and I missed something. And, and I would never criticize others, um, but I will assess myself critically at moments. And this is one of them. I missed a conversation and it was a very serious one. It was one okay. of 20 conversations going on in the room, but I missed mm-hmm. this one. And I missed a conversation where somebody openly acknowledged that they are critically ill. Oh. Now, I'll go back to that today and deal with that today. But I so wish that I'd been more attentive to that one. Um, and the reality is that happens to all of us. There's so many distractions. So the key to this mm-hmm. thing is, number one, stop beating yourself up. That doesn't okay. help. Okay. Number two, follow the principles of red. And the last one is, enjoyment is an incredible energizer in human to the human spirit and to ha- healthy relationships. It's mm-hmm. really important to search out joyful moments in your day, to do the oh. things that feed you. Right. Right. That's very good. Um. Where would you direct um, people, Dr. Stephen, if they um, want to learn more about this, if this is, you know, something that's, um, that is on their, um, you know, on their mind to, to really learn more about this? Where, where would you direct them to, to get more guidance in this way? I'm a firm believer in books, tapes, and seminars, and anywhere mm-hmm. that can help you <clears throat> discover the best of yourself. And there's some wonderful authors uh, out there, and you need to be willing to go searching for those a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I'm standing here as I'm sharing with you, and I'm I'm actually looking at my library. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I can give some titles if that's helpful, uh, sure, but I also sure. believe that, that people need to be able to do that. Um, I, I have some folks that I, I think have some valuable things to say uh, about how we respond. And so I would strongly encourage people to to search out some of those authors that can do that um, mm-hmm. for you. Um, Larry Crabb has some wonderful work on leadership and community. Um, Terry Wardle has some wonderful work and understanding people's wounds and, and being able to connect with them. His book is called uh, wounded. Um, John Maxwell, who I've mentioned several times, has got extensive books, tapes, and seminars that I think are incredibly helpful for people to to look at. Um, mm-hmm. Max Lucado does some wonderful writing that I think would um, be beneficial. One of his titles is God Whispers Your Name. Okay. And so that's just the beginning um, mm-hmm. that I would encourage people to look to. And of course, you know, sometimes it's as simple as this. Uh, Jack Canfield, who is one of the authors of Chicken Soup for the Soul, and those mm-hmm. series are well worth doing that. But I also think it's useful to go looking for uh, tapes and seminars that are available out there. Uh, Tony Robbins has done some absolutely wonderful work in this area, books and tapes. So go to your mm-hmm. local bookstore, get the books of the tapes, and uh, take a chance to really follow up on this, because I think that the stronger and healthier we are, 
the more of a positive impact we can make in the world around us. Mm-hmm. Right. And what final thoughts would you like to leave with our listeners today, Dr. Well, Stevens? if they're anything like me, um, they, they've lost the the, the words. <laughs> um, this happens to me all the time. Matter of fact, let me be so honest to tell you, I carry them with me. Okay. They're in my pocket. Oh. Um, and they're they're in my pocket because I can find myself in situations where I say, "Gur." Um, you can add any word you want, <laughs> but I, but, but I have to literally pull them out of my pocket, and and they're you know they're pretty messed up now. They're pretty torn. They're pretty frail. Uh, but I think it's important to to carry this, and and people might want to do it. So let me run through those words again. Sure. In the most critical moments of life, we need to know when to retreat, to take that time to retreat in order to reflect on what's happened to renew our spirit so that we can rejuvenate and then rebuild our case and return to the situation if it's healthy to do that. Mm-hmm. The next set of steps is when we return, we need to do that with enthusiasm, that we're intentional about adding to another person's life, and therefore we're prepared to encourage them, to empower them, and whether it is literally or metaphorically, to embrace them. Mm-hmm. And the last set of words is that we need to dare to do something new every day to discover Mm -hmm. our gifts and develop those skills and communication and leadership and there may even be moments where we need to dismiss the most critical voices in our lives i believe that's not the answer but it sure is a good start absolutely i thank you so much for being with us today that was um uh a lot of a lot of material shared. I always take you know some notes as as uh, I'm chatting. Uh, that helps me kind of you know go back to to refrain. I've got pages of notes here on uh, on uh, key points. So thank you so much for being with us today. A real privilege. Thank you. So at this time, I'd like to remind you to tune in next week. I'll be waiting here for you. Uh, remember, you can always send me an email at lynn at upright.ca. I'm here to help. Let me know what's going on with you. Uh, book a time for your free 30-minute telephone consultation. Uh, that would be great. And remember, uh, this is Lynn Wedham. The show is Step Right with Lynn. Until next time, take the right steps to support yourself, your family, and your community. Thank you for choosing to listen to Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham will return next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Remember to celebrate your wealth by doing something for yourself, your family, and your community.